Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We would like to welcome you to the Unmeasured Podcast and Experience, where our mission is to help you discover, strategize, and execute towards living a life well-lived. I'm your host, Derek Charles. I am your host, Abdil, also known as Buddy. So first of all, we really would like to thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate the support, all the comments, um, the ideas that have been shared. And we would not be here if it wasn't for all of you who take time out of your day to connect and listen to us. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. We really appreciate the, the love and feedback we get from the show. And with that being said as well, we know we haven't provided you with some episodes in quite some time. I want to be the... F- I want to be the first to to wish everybody, you know, uh, happy Thanksgiving, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year, <laughs> all in one. <laughs> happy New Year. So obviously, we took a break, right? I've been on paternity and uh, paternity leave, and, and you've been, been on, on sabbatical. sabbatical. Um, so yeah. you know, is is there a paternity for like uncles? You know, I feel like you know when when I was taking care of the kids, you know, I, I should be I should be given a pass. <laughs> so I think uh, not that you can submit to <laughs> to my employer <laughs> to, to your employer, but you know, I think emotionally and just you know, as we share that, uh, I think we you definitely deserve credit. I appreciate you because you were actually here yeah. the day uh, our, our son uh, Asher arrived. Um, and it was kind of crazy. It was just like serendipity. Yeah. Like if you weren't here, then we would have to find someone to watch Abram. Yeah, yeah. And that just would have been, or he would have to come to the hospital with us. And that would have been, you know, something, uh, something to see. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you just being at the house and holding down the fort and then us being able to, uh, you know, get to the hospital and, and be able to, you know, go through that process um, in the smoothest way. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I can't speak for my wife. She'll probably say differently of her experiences. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, probably yeah. a long, arduous and... Yeah, and you were a spectator at that point. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So played the sidelines there, but just provided as much support as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the delivery was, you know, successful. Um, our, our son, um, who is now seven weeks, um, tomorrow makes eight, um, was delivered, you know, and he's healthy and strong. Um, so... My brother, thank you. I appreciate welcome, you. Man. This is one for the memory bank yep. and um, something that we're never going to forget. Yep. Definitely going to talk about it as he grows older. And he's like, you know, actually, I was the one to hold down the fort when your mom mm-hmm. and dad went to the hospital. Yep. Yep. I can brag. Now I can brag to my nephews about <laughs> the stuff that I did for them <laughs> when they don't remember. <laughs> so, you know, how, how was, so the last time we, we put out an episode was back in November. So just cap it, catching up. How have the, how did you close out the year? Um, what was top of mind for you? Did you do anything specific? Um, any intentional thoughts just leading to the end of the year up until now? Yeah, I mean, to close out the year, just to reflect on last year, I think, you know, did a lot of good things. Um, podcast being one of them. You know, we had the podcast going uh, for quite some time, which is, a you know, a blessing in itself and experience within itself. Uh, yeah, outside of that like therapy yeah yeah it is it is kind of like therapy yeah. and we you know we spent yeah. a quite a quite a long time before we even record just talking through things talking through ideas um growing in in my in in my role at work just becoming more of a manager um seeing the evolution of that seeing my evolution it's forced me to definitely be a more organized person mm-hmm. and that organization carries outside of work as well. I'm now more organized in my, just my personal life. And that organization um, kind of allows you to scale. Is, is that one of the outcomes? I think this year is less about scaling. Cause I don't want to grow. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to grow anymore. I don't want to do more stuff. I want to do less stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. It's one of the big things that I'm incorporating this year is like a hard cutoff on work, work. I think I've given, you know, I've been working for about 10 plus years. And I always give my all until you know me. You know, I'm yeah, a, I always give my all. Mode. I'm locked in. Get the first one in, last one out. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll shoot you a text and give you a call. It's like 9 p.m. You're like, yeah, I'm still at the office. Like, bro. Yeah, bro. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so this year I'm really focusing on just taking a little bit of time for myself, you know. So I say 7 o'clock is the cutoff. And then from then on throughout the rest of the night, I'll focus on something that I want to do. 
different different activities, different. Uh, I've I've made a list of things that I want to do, and we can go into that as well. Um, for for the new year, for the new. Year. What about yourself? How do you how did you see last year and and you coming into the new year? Yeah, twenty twenty three reflection. I can say, you know, I, I felt I felt good about the the year overall. Um, always something to improve and learn. Right, gaps to fill over time. Like for us, you know, here this show is li- literally uh, how we live out our life. Right, it's all about the long game. It's all about like focusing on the different key areas and just taking small baby steps to close the gap and to kind of show up the way that we want to show up. Um, so for me, I was blessed to you know receive a major promotion, switch roles from a solutions engineer, a systems engineer role, which was more of a generalist, talking all types of solutions, security, data center, all these different things, and essentially navigate to a more focused path, which is uh, cybersecurity. Um, so being able to now be in a technical solutions architect role where I get to connect, design, and like really spend focused time on helping mm-hmm. people on their security journey um, so that you know they can build trust and protect you know, yeah. all their assets and things of that nature. From a personal side, like the major blessing, by welcoming our son, you know, Asher. Um, so that, 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 was the, that was the highlight of the year, uh, absolutely. And um, it's been great, you know, just to have Abram see his younger brother. Like, Abram, Abram has been, like, really, mm-hmm. like, surprisingly, like, loving, more loving than we thought, right? Because, you know, doctors and people would tell us, Hey, you know, there might be some jealousy syndrome and, you know, you just got to make sure you're spending, you're, you're kind of you know, balancing out the time that you yeah. spend and how you approach them, uh, all those different pieces. You have to be really intentional about it, right? Because, you know, he could, you know, take that negatively mm-hmm. and it can cause, you know, some, you know, regression in certain areas. So um, he, you know, when we, when we first brought him to the house, he was like, oh, Asher, brother. Yeah, he was already saying the name. Yeah. I've been with that dude for a week, and he didn't know my name, but he knew his brother's name. As soon as he got to the house. Actually, the reason why we chose the name Asher, like where, yeah. where it was confirmed, was because mm-hmm. he just kept saying it randomly. Like, mm-hmm. like I would say, like, months out, you know? Um, and I was just like, my wife and I was like, he keeps saying Asher, so maybe this is the name we go with. And then my wife... Mm-hmm is the one that, you know, that name essentially was on her heart. And then she kind of yeah. was like, I'm thinking this is the name that we want to go with. And she actually wrote in her notes like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the confirmation for us was uh, uh, Abram. Like, was Abram? Repeating it in random moments. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, shout out to Abram for allowing us to, you know, confirm right. that. And That's going to be a great story name. when they grow up. That's going to be a great story. Nah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, just having Asher, you know, now we're a family of four. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously there's always going to be, you know, growing and learning and adjustments that we have to make, but it's all for good. Um, yeah. So no complaints there. And then just from, um, just from, let's say, a personal, just like additional things that I can control, right? My health, fitness has been like really top of mind. You know, I think we started back, for me, started... Uh, maybe it was like around November, maybe October, where mm-hmm. I really started investing more time uh, going to the gym, like a lot more consistently. And I've actually been like super consistent. And then the other thing was at the beginning of 2023, um, one of my resolutions or goals was to join the 5 a.m. club. Right At some yeah. point, like before the year ends, like I need to yeah. be waking up 5 a.m. Um, to kind of kick off my day and kind of get some things done to like really set the tone for the rest of the day and i was actually able to supersede that goal by actually i wake up 3 45 a.m now you know and and i've been doing it consistently and, yeah, crazy and it's 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 been good and for me it allows me to you know just kick off a good routine and then i end up going to the gym and I, you know i get my uh habits in and mm-hmm. kind of like you know start the day off on on a strong on a strong foot and yeah, you know, there's a lot of different things that, you know, I would like to essentially, you know, bring into the new year and kind of set a new tone or, um, but overall 2023, I, I feel like it, it was a good year. You know, obviously there's always adjustment and things that can be better, but for the overall year, I'm happy that, you know, I'm healthy, alive and, and have the ability to, 
to, you know, kind of take my mm -hmm. habits to the next level. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So I know that was a lot, but you know, with what I've said, are there any key, key highlights or things that kind of stood out or themes? Like if there was a theme that you could give 23, um, what would that theme be just based on everything that kind of transpired? I think learning, learning would be the theme mm -hmm. of uh, 2023 and mostly about myself, learning about myself. Cause now what we're, what we're about to go into is what we want to do and how to plan for 2024. And I think all of the experiences for 2023 have made me well prepared to say, all right, this is what I want to do for 2024. And mm. we did, I, I think both of us, I can speak for both of us on this. We did this thing where we attempted a lot of stuff, right? So now as the new year rolls around, now we can kind of get into what worked, what didn't work for me. How do I change this up to make it work into the new year if I want to keep that particular habit or not? Um, yeah. Yeah. So just with that being said, man, um, just let's let's just go into the, to the new year. Yeah. So being in a new year, um, mm. you know, there's really this quote that kind of embodies like what this show is about, you know, this mm -hmm. theme of the, our journey to eudaimonia, right? A life well lived. And this quote um, is essentially by Robert, uh, by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Um, mm -hmm. And the quote, um, uh, the quote itself says, the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and have lived well. So now, mm. what, what are your thoughts when it comes to, you know, just... Right. It's one thing to live, another thing to live well. I think the first part of that quote is actually the most powerful because you're going to, mm. I think you're going to piss off a lot of people by telling them their life is not about them being happy. That's, yeah. Mm, that's true. And that's what most that's people's, that's what most people's goal is, um, is to make, finding the way to make them the happiest possible, which, you know, we can talk into another episode is, which I think is, you know, changing the way we think about things, uh, relationships, etc. Um, but yeah, I like it. I like it because you know life will have all of will have a bunch of ups and downs. Um and you won't always be happy, but it's about enjoying the journey, even the downs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now like when I think about it, even when I'm in moments of like, man, this is it's not going the way I anticipate. I get excited about all right, tomorrow I'm going to sit down and figure out how I get out of this or how I get out of this slump. Yeah. Or how I maneuver things, right? And that that in itself gets me excited that I'm about to solve another problem. And I think that comes, you know, weirdly it comes, I feel like it comes with age. Like before I was so antsy, like I deserved to, you know, just always be happy. Now I'm kind of like, I'm not gonna, I know I'm not gonna always be happy, but when those moments come, it's an opportunity for me to leverage all the tools that we've been talking about. Opportunities for me to leverage all the ex life experience. The ideas. And, and, it, and it's comforting to know that, like, I know that I can get out of this. I just need to buckle down and figure it out. Because mm -hmm. there's, there's a certain level of anxiety when you get into a situation and you feel completely overwhelmed, like you don't know how to get out of it. And there's a different feeling where you get into a situation and you're like, I know I can get out of it. Um, and so that's comforting to to have. Yeah. And so and to, to segue out of that um first of all what do you think about the quote yeah so and i, I agree with what you said yeah um right it, it really is your mindset the perspective that you decide to take when you're going through a, a, a situation or mm -hmm. right if it's an obstacle right you know you could look at at it from a perspective where you're fearful right dealing with a lot of doubt like i don't know if i can get through this but if you look back at all the previous obstacles that you mm -hmm had to go through and, and face, right? you're here today, right? You're still able to smile, right? So I think we have a lot more that, have, that has worked for us, right? A lot more information that we can leverage to kind of fuel our, 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 our way forward, right? And through and over the obstacles that are presented. Um, so, you know, I, I think for me, I, I think it's work to understand that you know, it's, life is not about being happy because you know, the world that we live in will tell you differently. Social media will will tell mm -hmm. you 
that you have to look happy. You have to give us evidence of some form of happiness for us to, for you to, you know, be confirmed in whatever happiness means for you, right? You have to show us, you have to prove it. Um, and, you know, that can be a very dangerous or a, like, a, was it a slippery slope, right? Because now you kind of do things for comments and, and, and for people's reactions and feedback. Um, so I think, you know, kind of alluding to what you said, right? There's a lot of internal deep work that needs to be done, right? So mm -hmm. that when you do those things, it gives you the opportunity to find happiness within, right? And then that happiness within doesn't necessarily translate or is the exact same definition of happiness from out outward mm -hmm. or external sources. Um, so it's just really, you know, really falling in love with the things that you show up to or show up with consistently. And when you do those things, I think, you know, whether it's good or bad, you know how you're going to show up at mm -hmm. regardless, right? It's that perspective, right? I know good or bad, my perspective is, you know, I can do all things through, you know, God who strengthens me. You know, mm -hmm. I can... I have the ability to overcome every obstacle because I have enough evidence showing that I've overcome previous obstacles. Um, so I think that quote in itself is very powerful. Um, and, you know, the piece on honor, you know, I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who kind of struggle with that piece. And, you know, my, my response to that is, you know, it's a journey, right? And you, you're going to make mistakes, right? And obviously... What do you think the... Mm -hmm. What do you think the struggle is with honor in particular? I don't, I didn't even think of, yeah, I, when you're saying that quote, I didn't even think of the word honor because I don't particularly think about honor, like I'm not honoring somebody. So, what is your perspective on that? I'm interested to see how you're thinking about it. Yeah. So, when I think about honor, right, I think it's mm -hmm. showing up authentically, right? Mm. So, okay. And I think that's something that, you know, I've I've battled with, right? Sometimes you feel like you have to kind of put on a version of yourself based on whoever you're, you know, connecting with or speaking mm -hmm. to or the room that you're in. And, you know, naturally there's this piece of you where, you know, people love you for your authentic self. And then you can kind of see that when you're, let's say, around family or friends, mm -hmm. right? They, there's these key, you know, attributes that really stand out but you know when you go to certain environments you kind of throttle throttle that you know attribute or you kind of put like gates around it so that you know you don't potentially offend someone or make them feel like you kind of dim your light you know mm -hmm. and when, when i think about honor it's like you know you, you're showing up as your true self and you get to do that consistently and those those attributes and you showing up that way allows you to do good and 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 and, and you know it's like you look at the end of the journey, um, like you know when when you're no longer here, the things people say about you, right? Like how you showed up, the the good that you did, all right, and and uh, you know the value that you provided through just you being showing up yourself as yourself. I think there's honor in that. I don't know if. Hopefully, you know, I didn't botch that, but I think, you know, that's how I kind of, you know, that's how you interpret, interpret yeah. you know, the honorable piece. Because we, we see evidence of, like, people who show up a certain kind of way and then now, you know, something happens and now they're in a compromised situation <laughs> and then now social media, people want to cancel them, right? And mm. And it, we're in cancel culture, like no doubt about it, right? And it's, you mm -hmm. know, it's awful, right? Because you, you should be able to make mistakes. Um, but, you know, life media and all these different outlets tell you that it's not okay. And if you make a mistake, you know, you could lose everything over it. So I think, you know, then yeah. it kind of leads to that next piece in the quote around compassion, right? Like, I feel like there's not a lot of compassion, <laughs> you, you know, these days yeah. are kind of you know, which takes away from people, you know, on, on the honor piece, right? It's like you're, you're mm -hmm. putting on different masks and you, you're not showing up authentically um, just because of 
all these different like lack a lack of compassion yeah i i agree with that i completely agree with that um i would also counter and say you know higher risk high reward if you want to be the person who's in the limelight getting all the credit when things are going good you also need to be accountable for your mistakes when things go bad i don't think we should necessarily be canceling people right um and we can, I think that those are, com- for the people that I think we're talking about, it's probably reserved for a different podcast on whether they're doing something crazy yeah, or something. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, whether they're doing something right. But there is that, there is that, I mean, if you want to be in the public eye and benefit or profit off of that, you'll also be crucified on that same stage. Mm. So you just got to be careful. You got to have tough skin to do that kind of stuff too, right? Because every human makes mistakes. Yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. Um uh, and I'm tempted to, you know, air out people's mistakes even now, right? And it's like it's almost human nature. Like I feel like I would, <laughs> I want to make a joke. It's like at the tip of my tongue, but I'm like, let me hold it in. Let me hold it in um, <laughs> because they're also human. You know what I mean? I should. It's like reach out, reach, reach out aside if you want to know what the <laughs> <Yeah>. joke is. <laughs> yeah, just hit, hit the group chat or something like that if, if you if you want to know what. <laughs> What I'm trying to, what I what I'm alluding to, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I I think you know high risk, high reward. If you're gonna be in the public eye, you're also gonna get shamed in that eye. But there's also the side that you're talking about where people do need to have more compassion for for people in general, whether they're famous or not famous. We definitely need more compassion these days. There's definitely not a lot of it anymore, and you know people are adapting and we're changing. Um, but there's still individuals out there who we're going to always show love. Um, I, I hope I'm one of those people that people think about, like, you know, Derek always shows love um, in any situation. Because yeah. I think that's that's truly, I think that is a, a mark of somebody who can see beyond the superficial. You know what I mean? If, if, you, if, you, if you meet somebody and they can show you love in partic- any situation, like, you can give, like, you can borrow, like, 5000 from them. And, you know, not pay it back and they'll still be like, you know what, you know, you're my boy. I know you got some hard times going on. If you can get it back to me, that'll be great. Would love it. Yeah. But if you can't, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to burn a bridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just money. Money can be earned and money can be, you know, lost. Um, And we should. Yeah. I think this year. One thing that I've definitely seen a change in myself is like, for so long I've always like, man, I want to be rich. I want to be, you know, I want to, I want to have like a ton of stuff. I want to have the biggest house. Buku bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now I'm kind of like, I just want to be comfortable. I just want to not have to think about, um, not have to think about next paycheck or not have to think about how I'm spending money. And that may require me to be rich. But I'm thinking about yeah. it from a different perspective. I'm not thinking about it from, I want so much stuff. I'm thinking about it. Um, Driven by money. Yeah. yeah I'm thinking about it yeah. of like, I don't want to have to think about if I'm spending money, right? I don't want to be stressed by making decisions. I just want to just want to kind of live my life. I want to put myself in a position that um, I can do stuff and not really have to think too deeply about the consequences in terms of monetary, right? Fiscal yeah. consequences. So- if that requires me to be rich and have a ton of money because I like to do a ton of things, that's different than me just saying, I want a ton of money just for the sake of having a ton of money. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so that's that's how I've changed my perspective. Um, and it's allowed me to you know pursue things that, you know, that are not monetary. And I think we're going to get into that. Let's just, we can get into that right now. Like the goals for this year, um, using the PSSM, um, for those who have listened to us, through, through you know our entirety one of the first episodes we talked about was pssm where the p is for physical uh, s is for spiritual the other s is for social social and then the m yeah. is for mental right so thinking about you know our friend nasser cousin nasser gave us that that um acronym for for the way that he thinks about his life every year and we should definitely connect with him to see what's this year's pssm because we're doing it yeah, yeah, and uh, we're taking it from him. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what he's what he's changed. Uh, so for me, for this year, the PSSM, I think is going to be the physical part is always going to be um, the gym, right? And to be more specific, 
I'm gaining muscle. I'm doing all those things. Cardio is going to be a big one. I avoid yeah. cardio like the plague. <laughs> I hate it. I hate starting it. You know, I feel like yeah. you know how you haven't done cardio in a long time and then you get a good cardio session in and then your body's just itching. Your body's itching. Your lungs like, are hurting. Uh, yeah. Like, or even when you're on the treadmill, yeah. like, like you're on there, you're just looking at the time. Like, all right, so if I have to be there on here for 10, 20 mm-hmm. minutes, you're just looking at the clock the entire time. Like, all right, is it 20 yet? Is it 10 yet? I do it by you know, distance. It's, it's, so however mm, long it takes me to get to that mile, distance. Yeah, yeah. I do it by distance. So I'll say, hey, I'm going to run a mile. if it, Or I'm going to run two miles. If it takes me 15 minutes or if it takes me 20 minutes. It can't take me too long because then I'll, you know, I'll stop. But um, I have, I don't, I don't have like an exact time. I have more of like a range how far I want to go. And then I'll say, all right, I'll stop. Um, so, yeah, cardio is going to be a big one. Flexibility. You know, I think there's a yeah, big. You've been talking about yeah, that. One. Yeah, I think there's a, yeah. I think there's a big push for flexibility. So you trying to do a split. <laughs> <laughs> can see he has not denied it. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be dope to be that flexible. <laughs> yeah. It'd be dope to be that flexible. But uh, I, I definitely want to be flexible. Uh, and I want to, you know, focus on the things that are going to, like, deteriorate. Like, you know, like, your knees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, making sure knees and hips are going to be big. Because as we start getting older, where people neglect those particular those you know pressure points functions or body yeah, parts, yeah. i want to make sure mine are intact i want to be 16 still moving you know moving around yeah, active yeah you and know. so those are things that are going to be important for for the p for the physical part right so right and, and so in the the thing mm-hmm. right I, I think i've learned um when you don't take care of those things right it can potentially lead to like arthritis right yeah so you have that build up in a muscle and then now like things are tense and then now it kind of you know creates that pain over time yeah you know um so no i definitely agree yeah and i definitely don't want to be that parent where it's like hey daddy can i play basketball i'm like no my knees back arms hips don't work or or you say yes and then you know dog yeah And then they got you out on a wheelchair <laughs> after that. You ever see that post where, where the dude's like, I'm not I'm not training to look good. I'm training to beat my kids for the first 28 <laughs> years of their life. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what I'm training for. I'm training to make sure that when I when I do have some little ones that are not beating me in anything until <laughs> until they're like until it makes until sense they're 30 or 25. You know what I mean? Until until I'm in a wheelchair. You know, yeah, and there's this thing. Uh, so there's like I actually did a body scan mm-hmm. uh, recently, yeah, yeah. um, at, at my gym, and so I definitely recommend, um, if you haven't, right, if there's a gym that you can uh, go mm-hmm. to, or, um, you know, you can Google see an area, uh, you know, a location near you that provides body scanning, right? So what it gave me was the ability to understand how my body the current state of my body, right? So yeah. like the composition, you know, the amount of fat, um, also what age is my body actually in, you know? So let's say I'm 31, mm-hmm. right? Let's say if I wasn't active, you know, I could be 31, but my body 28. is actually 50 or 28 or 50. Oh, so yeah. I, ideally, if you're active, then you, you, and you know, the goal would be to reverse age, mm-hmm. right? So, like the more active you are, you're 30, you're 31, you're 40, but your body is actually 30 mm-hmm. or 20, you know? Um, so for me, I was one for one. I was 31 and my body, uh, I forget what the specific term is 31. So mm-hmm. for me now, I didn't know that, but now that's a goal for me to kind of push myself to kind of reverse age. So, you know, maybe a year from now, um, when, when you know, right? So they always advise that you do the, the scans you know, free, uh, not frequently, but uh, a few times in a year, yeah. right? To kind of let you know uh, which direction you're moving in, how you're tracking. Um, but yeah, for me, I think it would be a nice goal to 
you know, towards the end of the year, if, you know, if, if I know I started and my uh, body position was, or state was the age of 31 to now for it to be, you know, 29 mm -hmm. or 28, it means I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what what mine is and see what what, what the age what, what the age would look like. What what age? What do you if you could take a guess <laughs> based based on how you feel? <laughs> how I feel? Uh, I don't know. What am I? Thirty two. So I'd probably say I'm probably like thirty. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay. I was saying I'm like 30. <laughs> I don't see nice. any grays yet. Uh, so. That's true. And and you're super active too. Yeah. So you're, yeah. How, how often are you going to the gym now? I go to the gym, what, five, five or six times a week? Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It's the cardio. I think if I if I do if I am older than my than my actual age is because I don't run <laughs> because of cardio. <laughs> that's the only that's the only thing that could that could that would be like all right cool he's he's really not his age but um and that's what I'm gonna change this year that's definitely what I'm gonna change this year in terms of physical in terms of physical mm. what about you for for the P what, what what do you got for the P this year Yeah definitely uh, locked in on on so the the priority is gym right. For me, the the theme, um, the my theme for when it comes to like my physical abilities is to just show up. Like that's my focus. So, so I'm essentially going to the gym as I mentioned, mm -hmm. like every morning. I'm, I'm there by like five a.m. and you know I'll do a series of workouts. You know I think previously before, uh, when I would work out, I would only focus on you know certain body types. So I'll mm -hmm. work on what people call like the glam muscles, right? Yeah. So biceps, biceps, triceps, triceps, yeah. chest, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I've moved away from that and, you know, I focus on full body, you know, so typically when I'm working out, I'm always hitting legs in one form mm -hmm. or fashion. I'm always doing the calisthenics, always doing the pull-ups, um, you know, I'm doing more push-ups now. That's something that I've kind of neglected, um, looking to do that more and add that even at home. Um, I actually just purchased like the uh, the sliders, um, so so that mm -hmm. you know, let's say if I'm on my knees and I'm in a push up position, I can kind of like put both hands on each individual slider and then kind of like push out and come in. It's almost like you're like your abductor, like yeah, the, like yeah, yeah, exactly, yep. Um, and it, if you imagine, right, it kind of helps with that flexibility too, right? That mm -hmm. motion. Um, and there's a few different workouts that you can do um, with with those sliders. But something I I just got it this week, so something I look on incorporating. As as I mentioned, focus really is just showing up to the gym. Um, up to date, you know, for the month of January, I've only missed two days, um, and I'm actually tracking it right. So I've only missed two days in the gym, and um, yeah. I'm there. And obviously, right, my goal is not to tire out my muscles, so I I always work out different body parts. And then there are days I have light days, right? Some days I'll just do cardio, or I'll do a long mm -hmm. walk on the treadmill. And um, speaking of walks, um, uh, so this morning I went to the gym and, you know, I, I guess I was like in a rush or I went to warm up the car because right now it's 17 degrees out. Mm -hmm. So I went to warm up the car. It's 19 where I'm yeah, at. And I'm in so Atlanta, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, Arctic, yeah, it's Arctic. <laughs> and I'm not too far from the, from the waterfront, right? Yeah. So I'm like seven minutes out. Um, so like we're, we're getting all of that. And, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I go warm up the car and I come back in the house and I put the keys down on the Island and I, I went to like get my water ready. I've been, uh, you know, infusing water with, you know, various like, uh, fruits, mm -hmm. right. Just to give it some taste, try to get some vitamins, things of that nature. And I left the house, forgot to take the keys. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that I get to the gym and, you know, I turn off the car and I get out the car and I try to lock the car in and I realized that I can't lock the car. I'm like, wait, hold on. Is the keys not on me? Maybe it's in the car. Then I tried to start the car and it didn't turn on. It was like, you need the key. I said, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this kill my vibe. I'm going to mm -hmm. work out. You know, like the area wasn't too bad. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't really have to worry about somebody going to the car, checking it so it can steal yeah, it yeah. and lift it. And um, so I, you know, I did my workout. And usually I'll do like 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes in cardio, like in the beginning, mm -hmm. like either I'll walk or I'll jog and yeah, yeah. Um, on a tread. 
And for me, so so this time around, I was like, I'll just do 10 minutes to start to get the body warmed up um, because do. I'm just going to walk back home after the workout. So I did all my necessary workouts. And then it was it was brick, as we were saying. And for those who yeah. don't understand the, the, the terminology of the word, it's super cold. <laughs> it was, um, and luckily, you know, I I dressed appropriately. Uh, so I had yeah. a hoodie and then I had uh, a jacket over that. And, you know, I did the walk and, I, you know, I, I put that towards my stats too. I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll make this work. This is how perspective is everything. You know, mm-hmm. as we were talking in the beginning, you know, there is an obstacle here. My keys aren't with mm-hmm. me. They're at home. And I live, you know, walking distance like uh, 15 or 20 minutes away. Um, so now I was just like, you know what, I'm going to make this work for me. And I'm just going to treat yeah. this as a stat and I'm going to turn on outdoor walk and then track it. And then they'll help me, you know, I'll be able to track the calories and all of that. So I was able to get to the house and then I definitely had to blow my nose a few times on the way to the house. Um, but eventually I was able to, you know, hit that part square away. And then I took an Uber back because, yeah, wifey wasn't about to have me leaving the house, walking in to come back and get everybody walking sick. Walking again. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a, that's a that's a tough story. You know I would have died. You know I wear shorts to the gym. <laughs> oh, it would have been you would have been Uber in for show. I would have been done done up. <laughs> yeah. So now that brings right, so us let's... to go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, it brings us to the S. Um, for social, I think for social this year, you know, part of like the ending my day at seven allows me to get into a social activity. Yeah. So I got a, I got a laundry list of things that I want to do. Right. So. And, you know, people can hold me accountable. I've already, like, started telling people, so I feel like they're going to hold me accountable if they don't see me doing it. Cooking class, definitely want to do some cooking. Um, might try a little bachata, mm. a little salsa class. I've done yeah. a, It's fun. Like, I, you know, yeah. I actually missed it from the time when I used to do it when I was living in Rhode Island. Um, yeah. it's, it's definitely enjoyable, and it's you burn some calories, too, doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's more to just, you know, meet people, get some rhythm. My rhythm is terrible. Um, got two left feet unless, unless I, I nah unless I know the dance it's just as I don't know the dance mm. but once I like know it then I should be I'm usually in a good spot nice meetups I've already been doing the meetups like going to meetups um the one I've been going to shout out to the guys in Atlanta who so who have the the generative uh, AI meetups yeah I think AI is truly the the way of the future oh it definitely um, is definitely is. And I'm, I want to make sure I don't miss that boat that that because that was that was the topic of the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, mm-hmm. and you know there were several different panels, and then it was interesting. You know, I tuned in and just to hear the different perspectives on the impact of AI and just general um, artificial intelligence, and like how far we are from that, and the implications that it has on people, cultures, different areas. Right. So you think about the North and then the South, right? There are areas where they don't have access to technology, right? Um, so how mm-hmm. do they kind of bridge that gap to kind of have everyone have access? And then if you just think about the mindset of everyone having their own personal assistant at this point, right, before you would pay, now you have this, you know, artificial intelligence, right, large language, large language models that can be used to optimize. And even like they're talking about how can we get to a point where we tell the AI to leverage, you know, the, the what I have, my assets and make more money for me. You know, and then that's what they're testing against now, like how successful, right? That That's the outcome um, that they're kind of measuring, um, that they're looking at to mm-hmm. measure to to determine like how effective it's going to be or better than, you know, maybe an individual that you would hire to do that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably going to be a world where like, you know, your success is, is determined how good your AI is. Mm-hmm. What does your AI do? How is your AI assistant? Is it good? Did you get a good one? Yeah. You got a ten thousand dollar AI assistant, or you got a mm. you got a five thousand dollar AI assistant? Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. We're gonna, we're gonna be a buying assistant soon. Yeah, robotic assistants. Yeah, that's wild. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'm making sure that I'm getting on that ground level. Um, going to meetups, playing around with some stuff on my own to make sure I have a good knowledge of how it works. Hiking. Um, definitely want to do some hiking and bouldering, which is like that indoor rock climbing kind of thing. Yeah. My boy does it. My boy Albert does it. Um, so I'm pretty, you know, I might try it out just so like when I see him, I can also, you know, go with him as well. And then walking. I do walk. I, I walk religiously now. Some people call me old, but 
it's good. I love fresh air, man. Yeah, just same. to go out for a quick second, get that fresh air is just so refreshing. Um, and then I'll find a way to measure these to make sure that um, I'm being accountable, making these goals smart as well. No, that's awesome. What about you? What you got, what you got for, for social this year? Uh, so social um, on a work front is going to be me, you know, going out more. So like I said, I'm, I just got back from paternity. So the goal really is going to be to to really connect with my ecosystem, right? So, you know, we have partners that we work with, um, right? So, you know, having a cadence of going to their office to, you know, connect with them, to educate them on, you know, what we're doing on the security front, all the different capabilities, new functions, features, and, um, right, just like building a better rapport, more, more, more rapport with the engineers um, and the account managers at the various partners that we support. And, um, and then on, on the, on the family front, you know, it's kind of tough right now. Cause obviously we just welcome, uh, you know, our, our second son. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, wife and I trying to create some kind of social like date. Right. right? So right now she was, yeah, mentioned, yeah, she mentioned that, you know, her mom was cool for like Valentine's like that weekend for Valentine's Ooh. coming in so that we can kind of go out. And, you know, have, you know, just be in her time. Um, so mm-hmm. we're definitely looking forward to that. So I'm, my, my plan is to, you know, you know, do some research to figure out, you know, some really good things to get into. Um, yeah, that's dope. And then uh, get that's that dope. going. So definitely looking forward to that. And yeah. on the, on the, uh, on, on a workout front, there's actually this group chat that I'm a part of, right? It's the 21 Days of Fitness, actually created mm-hmm. by uh, Thaddeus Van Birch. Um, and also shout out to Thaddeus. Um, he has this uh, this brand that he uh, recently launched, uh, Donovan Birch. So if you want custom made to measure suits, shirts, pants, Word. everything, um, I'm definitely on the list. Can't wait to get mine. So, um, he's definitely the guy to reach out to. He'll take. Um, this guy has so so much experience. Like he's been in this industry in this space for a very long mm-hmm. time, and he's like the best person um, like to have in your corner if you're trying to show up a certain kind of way uh, within the suit realm. Um, uh, or space, um, but you know, uh, not to digress. Uh, but mo- moving on to, um, yeah, just you know, from a social gym aspect, and him cre- creating that group chat, right? There's a list of people in there who are like constantly showing up, like checking in the gym, and then we kind of measure our stats, and we have this app that kind of ranks whoever burns the most calories or shows up most consistently. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. That's so, fire. Yeah. And then that's you fire. get points yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, right, it's for the month, right? And then by the end, it'll let you know. And then, right, it's for a certain amount of time. And then from there, we'll find out who the first place person. Right now, mm-hmm. I am in the first, in the number one seat and have been <laughs> for the past couple of weeks. So, okay. Yeah. So not All messing right. around. Um, but, you know, that, that piece there is a nice social aspect where it's encouraging you know, yeah. we'll share, you know, motivational videos and, and, you know, share some humor. Uh, so the, on that, on that piece, I'm definitely excited about that. And, um, yeah, yeah. No, competition always makes things work a little, work a little better. I like that. I love that. Yep. And I it, love that. Yep. And then the last piece is definitely kicking off uh, the book club uh, this year. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. did it a few years back um, and it was great. Um, and then we kind of just, you know, life got busy for you mm-hmm. know, all of us. Um, so I definitely, you know, readers are leaders. Um, and so I definitely want to get that kicked off again this year and, you know, kind of build the dialogue around just all the various knowledge and books that are out there. All right. I mean, I mean, you're, you're on a roll. So let's, let's, what about spiritual? What do you do for spiritual? Uh, spiritual. Um, so waking up part of my routine when I first wake up three forty five. You know, mm-hmm. brush my teeth. I'll it's make still some tea. a crazy time to me, man. Three forty-five. <laughs> yeah, but then I go to bed like ten thirty, maybe eleven the latest. So it's not too too. That's bad. like six hours of sleep. Hey, you start to learn, and then you know it's all about what you put in your body. So, like I said, nah, bro. Yeah, yeah your yeah, body's so. definitely thirty-one. Yeah. I need eight hours. <laughs> yeah, my body's yeah. twenty-five. <laughs> but Saturday, Sunday, I do sleep a, a little. You know, I sleep in a bit. Um, so I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, get up yeah. around like seven, and then I'll I'll head mm-hmm. to the gym for like eight. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so on a spiritual aspect, you know, I wake up first thing I do, you know, I'll, I'll get into prayer and then, you know, I'll also do some affirmations and then I'll, I'll read scripture and then, um, and I'll just kind of take notes, kind of reflect, meditate, you know, take some time to kind of receive what I've just learned or read. And then from there, I, I head right to the gym. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just building a better relationship and, um, you know, with my creator and then just, you know, it also helps with this, you know, there's so much going on, so many fear factors out there. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of just gives me a level of peace when I get to sit on, you know, the word scripture. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's going to be, you know, finding a church and going at least once a month. Mm-hmm. Um I read the scripture, you know, I have books here that my father gives me. Shout out to my pops. He always he's always making sure that Shout out to aunt. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 on top of the Bible game. But um yeah, just making sure you, you community is part of it too, right? So finding that community, finding that place that, you know, I enjoy going to. Um you know, I've told you about my my journeys down here where, you know, walking to a church, I feel like I'm in a club. Uh, yeah, and it's a little it's a little uh, overwhelming. Murphy, did you see the one where they were uh, swag surfing and then they were doing the um, uh, swag surfing? Uh, for New Year's, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, for New Year's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it. I saw it. A little, that's a little much for me. You know, I would have been in there like, oh, that was going on, bro. <laughs> Uh, I think, like like anything else, I think there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Here's here's my conundrum with that. Like it's like maybe the music could have been a little different, but I get what they're trying to do, right? Yeah. You want to make the church a place where people actually want to go on New Year's as well, right? To keep them all from away from doing something else that's a little bit more um, secular. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I like that. I like you know finding a way for people to you know stay in the church on. An important event like New Year's, who wouldn't want to bring the you know the New Year's in inside of the church? But just gotta be careful, you know. What I mean, you can't be swag. I don't think you can be swag for the church, but yeah, some people walking argue differently. Out, walk yeah. it out, <laughs> but you know, teach yeah, exactly. your own. You know, as long teach as your own. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on it too much. I think it's it's still a good thing. Um, people being in church is is a blessing within itself. So agreed, agreed. Yeah, and they're not forcing me to go. So if I don't like it, just don't go. Yeah, there was thousands of people who enjoyed it. So <laughs> me being on the outside, making you know, making my judgment not gonna help. And then for so that's my that's my spiritual one. So making sure I go find a spot, go once a month, make that a thing, um, and then disconnect mental for mental. So for mental, I'm disconnecting every day at seven. So um, every weekday, seven o'clock. I do a wind down before that. So like an hour before I gather my thoughts for the next day. So I'm not stressed about disconnecting. You know what I mean? I've kind of like set the agenda for the next day and then I disconnect. Mm. Now I go read a book or go watch a TV show or like go hang out with somebody that I normally be like, I can't hang out with you because I'm working. You know what I mean? Like do those things that I normally wouldn't do. Uh, I made a list of all activities I can do. In Atlanta, like a like a like I have like a spreadsheet now. Restaurants, um, activities, um, gyms that I can hit. So it's gonna be a good year, I think. I think it's gonna be a good year, especially if you're organized. I'm taking the first month to like organize everything. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, trying to figure it out as I'm going on. And there's gonna be things that you're gonna incorporate um, spontaneously, but to have a good roadmap, good vision of where I'm going, I think is important. No, that's awesome, and I I think that that organized word is 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 connected to like as part of that is what I'm hearing. It's connected to another old word, and that's ownership, right? Mm-hmm. And that's you, like, and that's what essentially is the like the the rock, the foundation of right all of that, right? Like you're you're not waiting for someone to come tell you uh, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to organize. You're starting where you are with what you have, and you've been intentional about like all right it's on me to kind of create the peace the space the activities the habits the environment that you know i need for me to make this a a growing and forward year um so i think that's awesome yeah yeah i'm just trying to avoid the mistakes of the past man trying to make sure i'm organized and ready to go because you know in the past i think you know we take lofty goals and we don't track we don't we don't do the preparation because you're so we're so antsy to get into the activity itself yeah. that you know it never it never follows through. So this is my way yeah. of making sure I'm accountable. I feel prepared. If I feel prepared for something, I'm more likely to do it. So this is also another way to to give me that feeling of preparedness. Like, all right, I did my homework. I know what it's going to entail. Now I just got to execute. 
And that's, yeah. you know, oftentimes the hardest or the easiest part, depending on who you are. Yeah, planning is half the job, yeah. right? And a lot of people, as you said, kind of bypass that piece. And then they, they ask, and, you know, at the end of the year, they ask themselves, why do I feel this way? And I, why do I feel like I haven't achieved or I haven't made the progression that I said I wanted to at the beginning of the year? And, you know, part of that is, you, right, you probably didn't create a system um, for you to execute and win and show up the way you needed to. Um, so I think it's important to have mm-hmm. the planning piece, right? That planning piece needs its own time. And you, when you make that time, you have to take it super safe. You can't just go through the motions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, motion doesn't necessarily mean you're making progression or you're being productive, right? So you just want to make sure. Yep. <laughs> that, that reminds me of, like, uh, the person who has, like, the little treadmill underneath mm-hmm. their desk. They do a motion, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're really not progressing <laughs> on the fitness goals. Yep. So, you know, yeah, it's it's back to what you said: live and learn, right? And then you kind of yeah. just make those adjustments. You know, if you're not, you know, hitting the goals that you said you wanted to hit. And um, yeah. I, I would say, um, for me on the mental piece, um, I I think everything, you know, everything that I've said up to this point, you know, contributes to the mental, right? Me showing up in all those mm-hmm. different areas. Um, definitely um, allow me to keep my mind where it needs to be and moving um, in that direction of growth mindset, you know, um, like I think that's what I want. Um, and that's what I'm constantly working towards, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't want anything to be fixed, you know. Um, if anything, the thing I want to be fixed is that mindset of constantly growing and, and, and spending time intentionally in the areas that require you know me to be present and so that things can be done so so i can create value and then over time become someone who is honorable and creating value yeah so that's the goal what are you going to do to get there what are you doing to get there what is the end is the work for so i have this binder right and then part of it one of the pages it's like the affirmations right so in my binder i have a picture of myself in the middle and then around it, I have a series of, you know, things that I want to speak to myself, right? Speak life into me. Um, so. So you got to you got to affirmations cheat sheet. So at the end of the episode, you'll, you'll always have something. That's a fact. That's a fact. Let's see what you did there. You better not get stuck on any of these episodes. I'm telling you right now. Guess, right? Sometimes we're creating new ones, right? What's on the sheet yeah. right now? You know, I have to print something new and then go. Uh, how, how many how many things you got written uh, around your around uh, your headshot? <laughs> more than ten. <laughs> so you said we got uh, at least ten episodes of. <laughs> you got ten. You got at least ten episodes of of yeah, so, <laughs> affirmations. You know, that, that's part of it, right? So you know, that's not you know. Ideally, I would love to mm-hmm. you know open the binder up and then kind of repeat it to myself and say it. Um you know a few times Mm -hmm. every day um but you know even up to this point you know there's days that i've missed right so for me i think that's going to be more of like all right this week did i do my affirmations that i repeat them to myself right and i think over time it you know it you know it'll lend itself to you know the way i'm looking to you know show up consistently um so yeah you know that's on that piece is just affirmations you know i am courageous i am witty i am gritty uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we, we're, we're gonna get to that right now. So <laughs> we gonna get to that right now. So you know what? Since since you have it uh, right in front of you, go ahead. Give us your affirmation for. Well, I don't have it right in front of me right now. It is near me. It's in proximity. <laughs> you know um, what I mean. <laughs> now you're trying to get pedantic. <laughs> um, but I'll say. Uh, for this year, I or for for this episode here, yeah, yeah. I, I am fearless. Yes. Nice. Okay. Um, so you know, in part of my page, right of that affirmation page on the very bottom, I have like my rebukes, like the things that I want to kind of release from my mind and and body and just mm-hmm. atmosphere. So you know, I release and renounce and rebuke fear, right? Um, just because you know. There's this quote um, by Ralph Waldo Emerson, and he says, do the mm-hmm. thing you fear 
and depth of fear is certain, you know? So, you know, that's exactly the mindset I want to have. If there's something that I feel like that I say I've been wanting to do, but like doubt or, or like the fear of feedback is the reason why I haven't done it. The time is to do it. I'm doing it. Right. And if you learn as you do something, you'll kind of learn, you'll go through it. You'll make mistakes. That's okay. Failure is perfectly fine. But as you do it, you're actually mm-hmm. getting rid of that fear because you're actually in that activity. You're doing what you're essentially yeah, you're doing actually before. Doing it. Yeah. I like that. I like that. My affirmation is going to be I'm clear eyed. Clear eyed. Yeah, I like the kind of commercial. Yeah, yeah, clear eyed. <laughs> I forgot about those commercials. <laughs> but yeah, what? That's, that's a good, that's a good analogy though. I like that. But um, yeah, you know, I've done, I've done the work to, to really write down the vision, especially for the PSSM. Like what I want to do, what's possible for me? Like what's actually possible? Like what are the places I can go to do these actual things. And that, for me, gives me a lot of comfort. And, like, I said I'm going to do it, and now I know how to do mm. it. And so the only step left for me to do is to do it. And that, and that just reminds me, like, um, I'm also doing, like, getting into, like, philanthropy. I think I have a meeting this week with some people to talk about, like, how do we mobilize voting? Like, actually mm. voting through your phone. So that's going to be a thing in the future. Um I, I love politics. I want to get a part of it. Um, I think that's my segue, the, the the intersection between technology and the political realm is might be voting, right? I'm aware of like the gerrymandering and all the, you know, voting laws that are going yeah. around these days. So this is my contribution to kind of help that out. But um, yeah. Yeah. So back to the affirmation, clear ride. I'm, I had the vision. Go ahead. No, that's awesome. Um, I think on, on that piece that you said, um, part of the World Economic Forum, uh, on that panel discussion, they mentioned because of AI, right, the, the, con- the concern of deep mm-hmm. fakes, where people who are not really mm-hmm. te- technologically sound and don't kind of verify and check certain aspects, right, are now seeing a video of, you know, a politician saying something that he actually didn't say, right? So. Yeah, so he now what they're saying is, you know, what they hope to see are, you know, people creating solutions that can kind of help combat that deep fake issue. Um, so it's something to think about. Like if there's, you know, some type of way to kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard because like, um, here's the thing about AI. It takes a lot of compute power to get it working. Like you need a, yeah. a machine. That was the other concern, which means or it's a series only big of businesses, machines. right? These businesses with all this money. Yeah, yeah. It's only for the rich. Yeah. Um, but there are some ways to, you know, if you have a little bit of money to piggyback off of the existing models and execute against them, it's going to be an arms race. Right? It's definitely going to be an arms race. But the deep fake thing, I've made deep fakes, not videos, and I know how to make the videos. But I've definitely made deep fakes. Did I show you the deep fake? The yeah, fake I made over like a picture. Version. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. So, and you mentioned, uh, right? That's what they're doing for Instagram because they don't want to pay influencers. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. you know, creating artificial mm-hmm. influencers that can speak mm-hmm. and look a certain way. And, and there are active pages out there where, you know, uh, yeah. With 150, 170,000 followers of, you know, of, you know, a person that's just, you know, characteristically perfect or like, you know, typically a perfect looking person. And then they just, it's an AI. It's an entire AI, which is so, it's nuts. And I made it in what, 15 minutes? I made it in 15 minutes, which is scary, right? And it may be easier for me because, you know, I'm a technologist, but um, imagine, you know, bad actors getting their hands on this kind of stuff. And they do have their hands on this stuff and they're active, always working, right? Of course, yeah. So, bad actors are always going to yeah, be active. It's going to be a journey to combat mm-hmm. that one, for sure. Definitely. All right, man. Once again, we want to thank all the listeners for for tuning in with us, um, being supportive. Yeah, thank um, you. Make sure to follow us on all of our social networks, Instagram. We'll put the links inside the episode notes. And we just always want you to remember that the journey to eudaimonia always begins with one step at a time. And with that.